What happens when you take not cast, who furs, unsheeted, unfurled, fuzzy logic, and for what it's worth, and mix them all together? Synthesthesia. And now, here's Fuzzwolf. Okay, so we're, we're calling this podcast Synesthesia, uh, episode one, Roland's Mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I approve of this message. This will work out just fine. So I guess I'll, I'll go ahead and give a little introduction here. A um, whole bunch of us are here at Rainforest 2012. We're also on the We have an audience of 600 here. So many people. So many people. But we have a whole bunch of people from a bunch of different podcasts, so we're like, let's all get together and do a big, weird, multi-cast show. So let's go around the room, introduce ourselves, and say what shows we're from. So I'm Fuzzwolf, representing Notcast and Hoofers. And go clockwise. Um, from Unsheathed, uh, you would know me as Kame Hirasaki, but I don't trust this table to not just call me Rikoshi repeatedly, so <laughs> I'm both of them. I'm just open my mouth because that's all I'm good at. <laughs> it really Get is. Get that microphone a little closer. <laughs> but uh, uh, otherwise, I'd be rolling from unfurled. Um, Kyle Gold also represented Unsheathed. I'm Kyo Foxtrot. I'm representing some bastardization. I mean, fuzzy logic. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! This is this is going Damn, on. Damn girl, feed, that's you know? a loyalty. <laughs> that's wow. <laughs> uh, and I'm Teal Fox representing Hoofers. And I'm Tugs, and I'm representing for what it's worth. Yay! Woo! 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 Awesome. All up in this big yeah. hug box right here. <laughs> <laughs> Look at my giant ego. I'm a famous oh. podcaster. <laughs> God You're damn it. Famous podcaster button. I didn't wear that this con. Uh, I was just thinking about that because someone just commented on it on FA like three years after it was posted. Oh wow! I still remember like you said like you felt like a jerk because like you were wearing it and people thought like you meant it seriously. I figured if enough time went by, people would think that I, I have a, a button that's got my character's head doing the awesome face, like, and it says I'm a famous podcaster around it. <laughs> and, um, Andrew from uh, Rabbit Valley made a, an actual button for me with their button press, and I was wearing it at various cons, and I was like, the Notcast fans knew that it was a joke, and it was kind of tongue-in-cheek, but then I started to wonder if maybe random people would be like, that arrogant fuck. <laughs> I couldn't could possibly take anything with an awesome face seriously. I mean, that's just not a thing. You know what people are like, but... Oh god! Also, I just realized amaze balls. <laughs> so you know, you know what's really sad is I just realized just how dated Awesome Face is. Like, oh, oh man, oh. from the before time of two thousand and nine. That's like a hundred years in internet. Oh, I know. <laughs> Life like, moves now, pretty now fast. You, like, you mad, bro, and why you know? And one of these really, days, I'm gonna feel old. Things. Things. Yeah, I thought that was. I thought that was kind of over. And forever alone. No. Now it'd just be all Willy Wonka face. I'm never on Reddit. (laughs) It's funny, for as, like, recent as Reddit is, it's very outdated in its memes. It's weird. Now it's all about Gangnam Style. Oh. Uh, They were fucking doing that during the Pride Parade a few weeks ago. I'm not surprised. I want them to, like I mentioned on Twitter, I want them to do a little House on the Prairie version called Gingham Style. That'd be awesome. Wow. I think I think the creative people should get right on that. Rain muzzle moment. <laughs> That's, uh, that went right over my head. Yeah. Little house. Little house. Sad. Is that thing I didn't watch when I was like six years old. 
Ah. If you don't, if you don't get up off your knees, stuff's gonna go off of your head all the time. <laughs> Sometimes you even bitch. if you're on your knees. <laughs> Rolly likes giving blowjobs. <laughs> For those of you at home who didn't understand the joke, <laughs> we have Keo here to help you out. <laughs> Which just to clarify. Trends. I don't know what I did tonight, but goddamn. That'll be in the show notes. Uh, we, no description, just for what it likes to give blowjobs. You know, you're. <laughs> Somebody's gotta be the cockwick, my I boy. Think it's ironic that, like, we've spent orders of magnitude more time talking about blowjobs than Kyle and I do on our blowjob podcast. <laughs> Seriously, last night it was all about, like, how do I incorporate themes and imagery into my writing and serious plot novel? <laughs> like, like, well, say, like, the theme of neglect is like the guy's giving a blowjob. No. Uh, <laughs> chapter one, slurp. Yeah, but just chapter two, bite it off. Young woman, and so yes, it's not, it's not funny then. No, <laughs> it's just inappropriate and like wrong. You get kicked out of the con. <laughs> well, you see what had happened was we just kind of got kicked out, and it was like, oh no, oh no. Oh when yes. I think, when I think of earnest young women and inappropriate, my mind just goes right back to Honey Boo Boo Child. <laughs> and there's our quote. There we, <laughs> we try to be topical here. Oh, why do you hate me? <laughs> oh, Honey Boo Boo Child. Honey Boo Boo is not a thing in Canada. I'd rather it stay that way. <laughs> Too late. Hey, you're you're, you're, you're from it. redneck Canada, though. Yeah, Let's be it. fair. Yeah, I'm from like socialist redneck Canada. So, so Rolly, just by you being on the podcast. <laughs> it's Canada. No, but like to it. I like Calgary is totally the Houston of Canada. It like, is. I can attest to this. That's uh, that's terrible. Yeah, basically. We drive big trucks, get drunk and high and just work for oil. That's what we do. Oh, so you are in fact Houston. <laughs> yeah, no, I wasn't kidding. They just don't have hurricanes blowing them away. We are the Canadian counterpart. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Does every Canadian city. Have I'm, so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Well, I mean, Seattle geographically is like very similar to Vancouver, and then the East Coast. I'm sure is very similar. It's been too long to remember. And, and if there were a Canadian equivalent of Honey Boo Boo, she would be from like she'd be a newbie. Uh, <laughs> she would totally be from newbie. I don't know. Let's just compare it to Nova Back. They both suck. So a newfie, so. <laughs> he's a Honey Boo Boo child. I'm, I'm not a newfie, but I'm from the East Coast, and even newfies are weird. So. They call them Maritimers. I'm a Maritimer. <laughs> newfies are completely different. <laughs> not even the Maritimers can understand those people. Well, we jokingly said it was going to be Hatcast, and we are talking about Canada, so I guess that's appropriate. Oh, Hatcast, I should have worn my hat. <laughs> Yeah, we all have two hats around the table. And oh, one fetching set of purple ears. There. Yeah, you were wearing your baseball hats. cap. There. Oh yeah. Buzz rocking hats in the back. Gear around the table. Talk about how much you like Limp Biscuit. <laughs> He's from the town I grew up in for a number of years. I used to live in Jacksonville, and uh, wow, really? Fred Durst. Uh, they watched the whole band. Yeah. Oh, I wish I had something good to associate with my hometown. I just have Eminem. Well, I didn't. Oh, I didn't say good. Oh, I just said they were from there. I, I, I'll take Eminem over Fred Durst any day. The There's a point to that. The M&Ms are delicious. <laughs> <laughs> I like the ones with the pretzels in them. They're kind of... Uh, 
good. even though the commercials are so disturbing. I try and avoid the, watching those commercials because I get a little sick. Those are like walking horror commercials. Yeah. It's just like, well, they're gonna eat us. Is that a bad thing? It's, okay. It's kind of like on the level of the Werther's original Grandpa it's commercial. Yeah. They're gonna eat us, and I have to jam myself inside of you before you It's like the slutty green M and M. It is really just who is so Vanessa much Williams, chocolate. which makes me so happy. <laughs> Everything we talk about is just making Roland uncomfortable. <laughs> well, keep giving blowjobs; you'll be more in your comfort zone. <laughs> For the visually impaired, that was a bird. <laughs> Apparently, the, the bird does not register on the audio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How's the rest of the audio? Is it registering everywhere? Okay. Pretty much. Yeah, we need to have like the foley sound effect for somebody flipping someone off. I, I, I think I heard the yeah, Wilhelm scream earlier. Uh, that was my text message. Ah. <laughs> yeah, that. I took all my soundboards off my phone, so it's never using them. So. Oh, I just uh, thought it would be Sovereign being like... Ever. <laughs> huh? Yes. Those are like the most distracting things ever anyway. Can you, you still have the blanket uh, soundboard? I do. I have both versions of it. There's like a second volume. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if we're allowed to play it on the show. Yeah, probably not. Ricky, we're missing your bucket. I'm so sad. Yeah. With you my are big the purple bucket. You have the purple bucket. I didn't want to upstage it. You are. You can't upstage a purple bucket. Exactly. <laughs> You're the Even only it's one. It's an empty bucket now. I, I'm just so amused that the, they come with little spades. Do you? Well, the first one didn't. I was about to fucking like ghetto smack this bitch for not giving me a spade. <laughs> my, my my bucket didn't come with a spade. See, you should have ghetto smacked that bitch. See, but I I was a little concerned because it was a you know it was a bucket of color. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> Just really thinking this podcast can't get any more inappropriate and offensive. It, like, it, it, you, it, you don't disappoint me. I was to say, is this inappropriate cast? <laughs> you couldn't help it. You had a big I, black I bucket. Yes. Listen to us, but I mean, unfurled is by no means appropriate. So, get on your knees again. for what it's worth is what the friendly cast. <laughs> like, it's just because we don't let all the crap on the air that we record. <laughs> We edit out all the profanity. Well, we brought for what it's worth here so we could corrupt them with all of our terrible. You just wanted the soundboard. Well, that too. <laughs> <laughs> you offered. I was going to have to try to hunt through boxes and boxes for mine. Otherwise. See, your soundboard makes ours look like a little midget child. Because ours is only like this big. It's really tiny, itty bitty. And yours is like big and giant. You can name it glitzy. <laughs> After Honey Boo Boo Child's pig. Boo Boo Child's pig. I think... Uh, Boo Boo has a pig? No, she had to give it back. She had to give it back because she's Honey Boo Boo Child. Uh, all right. I, I think we have to call a moratorium on the Honey Boo Boo references. That was five already in this podcast. <laughs> and I think we're done. Uh, I haven't seen the show, so... Well, the pig thing goes over my head. So... She had a pet pig named Glitzy for a while. Okay. I like she wanted to make it dress up as a girl, mm-hmm. and like it was a boy. The parents were like, "Oh, it's like you're gonna make the pig gay." It's like the pig can't be gay, <laughs> and she's all like, "She's like you can't." It's like, it's like that pig can do it at what? You can't tell the pig what to do. <laughs> it's gonna be Uncle Poodle. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, she calls like gay. Bacon. She calls gay people poodles. That's her word for gay people. That's what the fuck? Cute. Yeah, so she, she has she has Uncle Poodle, who's like a really gay <laughs> uncle. <laughs> Oh. And, like, when you're watching the episode, like, up in, like, the corner of the screen, they have, like, hashtag Uncle Poodle. Like, 
to prompt people to like talk about him, I guess. I feel like wow. I'm getting like yeah. my muscle exercises for giving a blowjob later. It's like wee. It's the warm up. <laughs> I'm not complaining. <laughs> uh, so we have a lack of mic stands, so people are have to do. I feel like a celebrity. I'm like, well, you know, I'm just I'm holding this mic and talking because it's what I do. You're a big purple fish in a small pond. <laughs> Fuck this pond. I'm out. <laughs> Drop the mic. <laughs> uh, speaking of fucking the ponds, we'll have to catch up on Doctor Who later. <laughs> so, yeah. Doctor spoiler, more like it. We've been avoid- I've, oh, I haven't God. seen any spoilers. I, I had the near miss, too, on Facebook. I, I, I've had several near too, misses yeah. today, but luckily nothing's been spoiled for me. Um, yes, we'll have to catch up on okay. uh, some things. If we're just not in the dealer's room tomorrow, it'll be because I'm trying to oh, download shit. a 700 gig high-def file from iTunes over my iPad. Is your ear okay oh it's fine it's a clip-on earring so it hurts like a motherfucker because i have a piercing <laughs> in my left ear but i don't have one in my right so i had to turn this one into a clip-on it hurts like a motherfucker well it, it's better than having your head be unbalanced by the way <laughs> well i had my lightning bolt earlier you, and then i had other lightning bolts. you know it speaks volumes about your lifestyle when you when you have a clip-on converter for earrings <laughs> i do i have a pack of converters for earrings wow they, they make them I didn't know that was there, a thing. I, I know, right? There's, there's yeah. a thing for everything. There is. So it's a me lot and of Avery things. were sitting in my living room making all my earrings into clip-ons. What, what, what if you want to wear an earring for a pierced ear, but you don't want to get your ear pierced? What, what I want to know is can you convert a clip-on ear into a pierced ear? You totally can. All you have to do is just unbend stuff and put it back together. Either that or get Avery to do it for you. Exactly, that's the, what Avery's the big, for. The big irony here is that Kyo has to do this because he doesn't have his gay ear pierced. I know, how ironic. It's the only thing not gay about me. <laughs> but then I put big fucking honking sparkling oh, really? earrings on the other side just to make what, what, up for did you, it. Did you not know it was the wrong ear? Nope, not at the time. Did you Did you know that there was a right and a wrong ear? Not at the time. Okay. Well, then you're Spoiler just George Carl and the left one means you like to hump water buffaloes. I don't know if that was a thing either, but okay. They don't have those in Canada. No, we don't. He, he just likes fucking moose. We have moose, and they show up in the paper. Moose, moose paper? Moose turns More moose. We, we ended up getting into a conversation with a girl who ran a uh, espresso shack in uh, Utah. No, Ohio. I'm are sorry. they allowed? I was going to say, are they allowed to sell espresso it, in Utah? In Ohio. and um, It's very taboo. Uh, well, we, we ended up getting into a discussion about healthcare and all that, but we had a paper from Canada. It's like the most right-wing thing that we have in there. And so we we gave it to her, but we were flipping through the pages, and like on the third page, like big headline was, Moose crash turns fatal, and Honey Boo Boo laughs. Like, Fuck, there's awesome. the most Canadian Moose. thing that could possibly happen in the front page of our paper. That's awesome. Fucking it's, it's like it's like a, like a poutine truck overturned. Get out of my head. If only we had poutine trucks, that would be fantastic. Is it like a cement mixer full of poutine? <laughs> <laughs> you know, more like a gravy truck crashes into a french fry truck on the highway. You need a cheese curd truck in there. I was going to say, like, you know, like a poutine truck being driven by a lot of s'mores that spilled over onto the bare naked ladies. <laughs> Anya sings the death song. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> so sorry. 
Sorry. Shania Twain uh, could write a ballad about it. Canadian apologies. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. I've, I've got to visit the fabled Canadas. You yeah. must. The Canadas are pretty nice. I mean, we even have conventions now. I mean, totally. Yeah. Camp Barrel, CanadaCon, Vancouver, and Parade. That other thing. They're not real furthest conventions. North. That's where the Canadians go. Furthest North isn't really a con. It's like a glorified camp. Isn't trip. what the fur in Canada as well? Uh, yes. So, so yes. Canadian. in Canadian conventions, do like the con chairs write in on moose onto the stage? You know what? Sure. Drinking <laughs> <laughs> Tim Hortons. Speaking of, speaking of Canadian conventions, I'm, I'm guest of honor at a Canadian convention next year. I'm sorry. Yeah. Oh wait. At, uh, at Condition, which is in London, Ontario, which is like Toronto's little cousin. Well, I think that's Guelph. Yeah. <laughs> Guelph is kind of like the. Gay uncle, I think. So it's a poodle. It's yeah. a poodle. <laughs> a poodle. <laughs> Next year, I want at least one con somewhere in North America to have Here Comes Honey Boo Boo be the con theme. <laughs> I will never attend. You could have a Glitzy the Pig fursy, and it'd be awesome. It's really bad because my mind started reeling. It was like, well, now. Which conventions would do that? And then a list popped up in my head. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just like, I should probably not know that list. I think, I think, yeah, self-censor mode. Self-censor mode. <laughs> I was just like, thanks, I'll text brain. you my thoughts, son. <laughs> you know who you are. <laughs> Honey boo boo chow. <laughs> Ain't nothing wrong with being a little gay. Everybody's a little gay. <laughs> Ping! Ping! Yeah, Honey Boo Boo is now the gays. That was really odd there? No, yeah. Oh, she, okay. she, 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 she even co- describes herself as a fruit fly. <laughs> and she's like, giving up shot. It's How like, old is she? I thought she was like... She's seven, yeah. Oh my god. She's like, this is a message for all my fans who are poodles from Honey Boo Boo Child. And like, <laughs> RuPaul loves that bitch. Like, a lot of it. She's like, I love me some Honey Boo Boo. I met that bitch the other day. She is fabulous. <laughs> I was like, I'm just seeing RuPaul just... <laughs> in a big fucking wig looking at Honey Boo Boo like uh huh uh huh uh huh <laughs> work it girl <laughs> RuPaul <laughs> you crazy bitch <laughs> you poodle you Americans are so he is straight up poodle <laughs> that's another rejected con theme you crazy bitch <laughs> you crazy bitch and then my brain did it again I was like which cons would do that rejected con themes don't put your oh, dick in crazy oh thank you <laughs> I would just be up there with a nappy ass wig on. Just what? What? <laughs> oh wait, that's just most of my wigs. Nappy ass. Just dragons, but it's dragons. <laughs> oh, it's kind of like when we did our the drag panel at Fiesta, and everyone showed up, and we're like, "I thought this was gonna be a training dragon." panel and I was like no this is how to put a vagina on panel come on guys I put it in the wrong place (laughs) it's my forehead yeah so so we changed the name Uh, speaking of terms that we were talking about last night I thought you were going to say mindfuck that we shouldn't use I don't want to say on a podcast I don't want to give people ideas they don't know them already (laughs) 
Thanks, Roland. Just look yeah. forward to the fact that you don't have to besmirch the name of Unsheathed and only like the super cast. Synesthesia. Synesthesia, <laughs> yeah. I like synesthesia as a name for it, actually. Synesthesia. Okay. I, it, it actually kind of works. Yeah. yeah. With Roland. It's, it's a giant job. clusterfuck of sensations all being mixed up. I mentioned on on Notcast that Twitter um, text conversation we had. Flip the birds now. What day? I don't. About like we were doing the terrible, terrible. Oh, that's right. Yeah, you did say you were going to put that up. I was like, I'm going to fill up your fart tank. What? Right up there with tongue punching your dirt star. Yeah. Oh my god. I'll never. Well. Yeah. Wow. That was pretty special. And <laughs> and with that, how was your rainforest fuzz? <laughs> oh, we're, we're talking. How about was that. the weather? Oh God, the weather is so nice here. Here's Trisha Takanawa with everything else. So so yeah, <laughs> there are three of us here who live in Dallas. So uh, the weather in Seattle is quite cool and nice. We walked outside and we were like, God, I'm cold. And I was like, oh my God, I've lived in Texas for too long when like 70 degrees is cold. And I'm like, I'm cold, but I don't want to put on a jacket because I like being cold for a change. It reminds me that I'm alive <laughs> and not in Texas. And not in Texas. You should go visit Canada. I'm just like, I'll bring there. a jacket. <laughs> I'm just like, bitch, I grew up in Michigan. This is not cold. Why is my brain telling me this is cold? Yeah. And, you know, I mean, I've lived in Connecticut with, like, feet of snow. This is still, like, normal weather to me, except... I don't know. There's not even more rain here. It hasn't rained at all. Yeah. That's why it's called a drought. There's never normal weather with more humidity. It never (laughs) rains when I come to Seattle, and they don't know why. It's because they all lie about the rain. (laughs) It's like we in California lie about the earthquakes. Yeah, try to well, keep people. No, from there's totally out. earthquakes all the time, and your houses will fall down, and you will, you will be crushed under Yes, yeah. uh, oddly enough, uh, was, were, there was an earthquake in Irving tonight. Oh, you see? Tur- yeah, Irving, Texas. Wow. Yeah, it was well, a very small one, three point four, whatever it was. God opened the earth and swallowed the BSA headquarters whole for kicking out gay people. I'm sorry, my rainbows were holding together Texas. It's just it's falling apart without me there. <laughs> There's my ego. you you a attribute three, way four, too much. Like, if you live in California, like you don't even feel it. Yeah, I'm seriously, you don't even get. It's like even. if it, if it, if it's under five, don't even like bother exactly. to call yeah, me. Five. Like five is where you start to notice. Yeah, yeah. where you're like, <laughs> did the ground move? Something's happening. I remember when the the DC area got there five point four a couple of years back. And like they were all freaking out, and everyone in California oh, was like, was, like, like mass panic, like, state of emergency. Yeah. and we were like five point four, what like, like a glass tip over. Yeah, <laughs> and, like but like they got really mad because like oh like these Californians are acting like all elitists. Like we were really scared. Like sorry that you guys have better natural disasters. Oh, God, than did us. you see the gifs that came up after that? Oh yeah, With, like there was like the launch. The launch air is like side. never forget. Yeah. <laughs> 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 and there's like the crying bald eagle in the corner. <laughs> that like, was amazing. But but like seriously, like that's kind of how it felt. We're like five point four, really? Because like, we're like, oh my god, like there was this big earthquake on the east coast, and I'm like, oh crap! It's like I run to the news, and I'm like, five point four, whatever. Five point four makes you kind of get up from your desk and wonder if you should go somewhere, and then it's over. <laughs> five point four a stripper moves her ass faster than that. Come on. See, like at this point, I'm just kind of confused because earthquakes aren't even a thing in Canada. Like, you have snow. 
They don't. We, we have snow, but I mean, come on. We did. We don't have earthquakes. They're just not. Yeah, all the faults are full of poutine and maple syrup. <laughs> That's your secret. It just sort of absorbs all the shock, and then nothing yeah. ever happens. It's this this natural barrier. Plus our, plus our meese kind of keeping under control. Now I'm like, just seeing maple syrup seeping from the ground out of nowhere. I was going to say, like, or there's like there's possibly like a ton of earthquakes that are happening and up in like none of it, but you never find out because there's nobody there yeah, to no tell you about No one gives a shit them. about none of it. It was like, wasn't even a thing until ten years ago. No, I, I know someone who works in D.C. and she said when the earthquakes hit, like, basically all the offices sent everyone home and she had to walk three miles because... She would normally take the metro out, oh. but the metro stopped. The metro was so crammed full of people trying to flee the city and get back <laughs> home that she basically had to walk to the suburbs where she could catch a train that wasn't full of people. Uh, they took her like two hours to get like, home. Reg- regardless of earthquake preparedness, do they not know that after the earthquake happens, it's over and you just go back to what you were doing? But there's aftershocks. Yes, which are not as strong as no. the already not strong one that happened. It's just really funny. <laughs> it's like, we're not trying to make fun of you, East Coast no, people. We are. We are. Well, okay, but, like, I mean, but not mean spiritedly. Uh, look at these li- li- royal elites from California. <laughs> Living in California for a long time makes you desensitized to smaller earthquakes. Were there actual damages in DC? Because they don't have the infrastructure that California has to deal with it. Yeah, the the, the, the buildings aren't up to earthquake code. The the, the spires of the National Cathedral were damaged, I think. Okay. Um, but nothing like no buildings but fell on earthquakes people. Yeah. because they get hurricanes all the freaking time yeah. and they freak out about hurricanes too. Well, no, I mean, and I grew up in Boston and we got hurricanes all the time and like hurricanes are way worse than earthquakes, I think. Damn right they For are. one, they last for several days and like they actually do like drive you out of your home if you're, you're not careful. Uh, yeah. yeah. How many? How many? Okay. How many hurricanes did real damage while you were growing up? Uh. The biggest one was Hurricane Gloria, which was in the early 86. 80s. Yeah, I remember. It was in 86, because yeah. I lived in Connecticut. Yeah. It was like a thing that it made it that far up. Also, also Laura Branigan's Gloria was a really big song, so they kept playing that on the radio. <laughs> See, when you say I remember, Gloria... I remember Hurricane Gloria, and I remember like everybody predicting all this damage, and then there was basically nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Trees it rained a while. Yeah. Damn, I feel young. So what were you saying, Teal? Oh, I was just saying, from a natural disaster perspective... Grew up in California, live in Texas now. Um, tornadoes. Yeah. Tornadoes are I fucking I don't like hell. them. And I'll take an earthquake over a tornado any day. Uh, because I agree. tornadoes will drop on your ass and you won't even fucking know. Yes. A hurricane, you have some warning. Yeah. Earthquakes, they happen suddenly, but usually it's just kind of like, oh, yeah, shit. Like, earthquake, you can, like, go somewhere and, like, ride it. Like, hurricane, like... Come or tornado comes down and just rips your house apart and you're dead. Yeah. Like, well, and also, I mean, with, with earthquakes, the, the stat in California that I think about a lot is, you know, everybody knows we've had major earthquakes in the Bay Area and Los Angeles. The last time an earthquake killed more than 100 people was 1906. Yeah. So we're due. <laughs> Overdue. <laughs> we've had like 7.0 earthquakes and it's just the structures are strong. Are strong. The structures are sound. Yeah. And, and Loma Prieta was bad, but that was yeah. before my time. No, I I lived through Loma yeah. Prieta, and, and, and that, that was eighty-eight people. Yeah, and that, and that was mostly because of the bridge, right? Right, it was the bridge, yeah. and I mean that was a scary earthquake. I had no doubt about it. It felt like it was la- it was the longest earthquake I ever felt. You know, it was. It, 
went on and on and on. But you know, it, the infrastructure in the in California is designed to deal with these kinds of things. For those amounts of damage, because like, oh yeah, the Northridge quake, where people lost their homes. Yeah, and, and you know that was that was bad. But you don't generally people don't die. Yeah. For, con so, for context, Loma Prieta was uh, in 1989, during Game 3 of the World Series. Game yep. three, uh, yeah. Just before Game 3 of the yeah. World Series. Well, I mean, they, they, they were airing coverage. Right. Yeah. God, I feel so sheltered, literally. Yeah. Well, were that's you, because oh, you've been giving so many Any sort of natural disaster, period. It's just not a thing. Fun, fun sports fact about the 89 World Series. The A's uh, had won the first two games behind their two best pitchers, and it was widely believed that their pitching staff quality fell off after the first two, but because there was like a eight-day layoff between games two and three, they just trotted out their two big pitchers again in one game three and four. Yeah. yeah. So what can a natural disaster do your podcast have to deal with? Mormons. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I was trying to think about that. Like, Those was are that a natural Was that a 5.4? No, it's a stampeding Mormon <laughs> march in downtown Salt Lake City. Uh, we don't really have natural disasters. We, we're due for an earthquake. Uh, and they've been saying that forever. Yeah, good luck with that. Do, do yeah, I know, right? Do you have droughts? We do. Yeah, I guess we do have do droughts. Have we have wildfires fires. right now. Yeah. Yeah, you go outside and you can smoke a six pack in five minutes. Mm. <laughs> do, do, do cookies count as a natural disaster? Do what? Do cookies count as a natural disaster? <laughs> yes. <laughs> the non-metallic kind. So many cookies. The metallic kind is cheating. I love it because he just breaks his teeth every time he tries to eat it without thinking about it. Oh, God, really? <laughs> ah, oh, shit. Yeah. And someone needed to crown that day. <laughs> you think he'd remember that after the first time? Nah. Nah. He doesn't interact with it except for those 10 seconds. So if those that don't know Rue has fortune cookies on for what it's worth, then pops them open and reads a fortune on every episode and... When did he, like a few episodes ago, he got like a metal one? Well, we, we were, yeah, we were at Barnes & Noble and I was tired of finding fortunes everywhere in my house. <laughs> <laughs> and so I, we got him, well, he got the metal cookie. Uh, and so and it came with a book of shitty fortunes that we read. Uh, that someone picks. <laughs> it's actually called Book of Shitty Fortunes. No, it's that Love awesome. Fortunes. Oh, okay. oh, wow. So it's like unintentionally bad, which is the best kind of bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. like Battlefield or Well, the thing is, is I, I'm really just sick of fortune cookies because he was, uh, this was before I was on the show, he, they were guests of honor for Idaho, and so they ordered 500 damn fortune cookies that were all what, listened to for what it's worth, and they're still around, mm -hmm. and the, he keeps trying to make me eat them, and I have eaten enough fortune cookies to feed an African nation at this point. <laughs> Here, Africans, fortune cookies. What does your fortune say? <laughs> speaking, of, speaking of Battlefield Hunger. Earth. Speaking of Battlefield Earth. That's a terrible segue. Oh, God. <laughs> no, but, but did you hear that Battlefield Earth is allegedly Mitt Romney's favorite book? You've made me sad yeah. now. Wow. Mitt, Mitt Romney or Money Boo Boo? <laughs> Money Boo Boo. <laughs> I, I think we can just close with that. Mittens Boo Boo. Mittens. I, lo I love the name Mittens. mittens. I use mittens. it with delight. Do you know, I, I um, what did Morgan told me somebody? I found out, so I've, I've been reading Wonkette lately because they're uh -huh. awesome, and they call Mitt, Rom Mitt Romney's wife Egg. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because of Arrested Development, because they're named Ann Romney. Uh-huh. But they call her Egg because... Uh. Of George Michael's girlfriend, right? Development. It was Anne who 
Michael could never remember her name, so at one point he calls her Egg. Egg yes. <laughs> How you doing, Mittens and Erg? Oh, Annabelle. Yeah. Like, that's not her name, it's just she's bell shaped. <laughs> also remember who she is. All of that. Oh. She went on to play Roxy in uh, the Scott Pilgrim Scott movie. Yeah. She's also the voice of Katara in Avatar The Last Airbender. I hate Avatar. Uh, I hate continue. the movie. Avatar's the shit, dude. I love Avatar. Just the movie sucks. The last Fellbender. Yeah, what he said. Ciao. Oh, yeah. all right. We're um, not friends anymore. I think it's time for the West Side Story music to start to play. Yeah, we're the Jets. <laughs> you're the Sharks. Well, I'm, there's no Sharks because there's no NHL oh, yeah, season. There's, there's, speaking, yeah, I'm a there's, little bitter. Anyway, so, that happened. <laughs> Let's pause and then go into con reports. Pause. Okay. Leading us into part two, the true natural Canada disasters. Roland hasn't got enough blowjobs this weekend, apparently. He can't count to 100. We're, we're going to discuss that in Canada's, uh, Canadian, Canada's uh, educational system. <laughs> I give up. Do you all win? Canuckies. Current blowjobs are one of Canada's most valuable exports. <laughs> that maple syrup. I'd be a goddamn millionaire, but that's not the case. <laughs> <laughs> if I had a nickel for every blowjob I get, I'd charge a at least $10. Thank you. And that's $10 Man, Canadian. charging. Hey, that's on par yeah. with your American dollar. I like your guys' new fifty-dollar bills, and our hundreds. Yeah, They're all plastic and plastic. I got, I got to touch one. Oh, it's all like the, the future. <laughs> See, I Canadian money it. is either I've heard it called Monopoly money or McDonald's money before because it's all just funny See, colors. The stupid <laughs> thing about people complaining about the plastic bills is that they're complaining they can like melt them on their stoves and I'm <laughs> you really confused are you because money? regular money also sets on fire. Because <laughs> yeah, I regularly exactly. put, you know, currency on my stove and set it on fire. <laughs> Apparently it will melt if you put it through the, the dryer. It sucks. I can't even burn it for warmth. <laughs> uh, it'll at least survive if it goes regular through the washer. Also does not survive going through the washer and dryer. Right, exactly. So like, usually, I mean, regular money is made of cotton, so it would probably still survive the washer yeah, I've, anyway. I've seen money washed before. Yeah. Where do you think the term money laundering comes from? I will hit uh, you. Something much more illegal. <laughs> so how was your con? I to be like, I don't know if you're j- uh, joking or just dumb. <laughs> Speaking of money laundering, how's Fur Planet done at the con so far, bud? Uh, sounds <laughs> of punching inserted here. You know the, you know the, the uh, Futurama meme, can't tell if trolling or just yeah, stupid. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, Rukas has taken that one. Yeah, she's put her own character yeah. out there. The, yeah. Which is... It's and actually, fitting the, for the best, the best version I said about that, or I've seen of that, not to inject politics back into it, is they have Fry with the squinched eyes going, can't tell if parody or something a Republican actually said. <laughs> <laughs> it's sad because it's true. That's so true. So, brain, uh, brain first, con reports. We're halfway through the con, so how's it going for everybody? Only halfway? I love Two thirds way. Okay. <laughs> Is that, did, has anyone here been to the old FC before it left the amazing Doubletree? Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. Does this, the, this con the feels old, a lot old like FC the old FC? The Doubletree FC. Yeah, kind of. It yeah. does. Yeah. 
Mm. It does actually. The double tree might be one yeah, of my favorite like the... hotels, though. Oh yeah, yeah. It's a great Con. layout. Is that the old FC? Yeah. The which one? That was like two years ago. No, no, you didn't. You made it to the the first year of the Fairmont. I made it to the Con and Breakup Con at the same time. It was like really weird. I'm sorry. I haven't heard of the first year's Breakup Con. Yeah, there was like there was this I've, one con where like a, like a bunch of couples just all broke up. Yeah, I, I've heard oh. from like a dozen people refer to it as Breakup Con in addition to the Broken Elevator Con. So, with that that BFC 2011. Yeah, that one. Yeah, Breakup Con, aka I want to have sex con. Isn't that every con? Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, speaking of con reports. <laughs> well, I was giving this guy a blowjob in the hallway, and it was fantastic. Oh, wait. We have to talk later, honey. Yeah, you'll live. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so, acceptance. Like, you'll live. Yeah. You might not. Yeah. Till the herpes. Fofo, I mean, why don't you tell us how your rain first has been? <laughs> Um, it's been, it's been pretty good. Um, I got in early on Thursday, like 10 a.m. after a mad search for XLR cables before flying out. Too bad you didn't bring a USB A to B cable. No, that was the one thing I forgot. And one thing Tugs forgot, too. <laughs> Bastard. Yeah. Um, but no, it's been good. Um, ran around, got set up and everything on Thursday, um... And it's pretty busy, actually, those three hours. I don't know if it's actually additional sales or if it's just things that people would have bought on Friday instead if they shown up on Friday instead. So Friday, Saturday, pretty busy. Um, I can't even remember it now. I don't remember what I did yesterday. Bitch, it is a day away. How I, do you not remember? I'm serious. I'm like... You seen how much booze is going around? I, I, I don't even drink. Out, I will point out that... Um, was it... Uh, was it Rocky Mountain last year or FWA the the cast that you and I did the other combined podcast was called Grey Muzzle Cast? Yeah, <laughs> I'm seeing that now. I guess I just I've always had just a terrible memory though. Like I don't even we ate together last night. Yeah, that's right. Um, yeah, yeah, ate with right. uh, Rukus. Yeah, yeah. So it was like uh, the you and me, and Kit and Rukus and. Zia was there? And yeah. yeah. And that was fun. Um, and I don't remember much after that. Did I think our panels and podcasts? No, unfortunately I didn't. I have a friend here oh, locally no. who's in... Um, you're like, all right. Sad Hulk music. Oh. Um, I have a friend here locally, Darius, that uh, is going to school. And he was getting off of work at 9. And this is the only day that I could see him. Because I'm flying home Sunday at like 3 in the afternoon. So I had to, I unfortunately missed the Unsheathed live show in order to, and the rest of the panels I've been dealing at, so. Even though I'd like to skate and go to some panels and stuff like that. Fuzz loves stealing the math. <laughs> I'm sorry, every time I think of you saying dealing, all I, I can remember is MFF and Kyle walking up with his shiny ass glasses, handing me a bag of some shit, and I had no idea what was in there. And you were like, oh, it's just a dealer. And I'm like, what? <laughs> what did oh, he just right. hand me? Something on the download that you were passing to me. I don't remember what it was. It was something we were discussing later on. I have no memory of Yeah, he didn't Condoms. know who you were. No, wait, no, you did know who he was, but you had like the hat and the mirrored shades on, and you just kind of. 
pass through something. Oh, yeah, this was back when you used to wear the mirrored shades everywhere. And I did. I, I brought them with me. I just wanted to them at this yeah. time. It might have been like a preview of a book or something. I'm I was just like, I feel like I just gave you something illegal, and I don't know how I should feel about okay. that. For Planet Does Not Sell Meth, I just want to put that out there. Don't go looking for meth on our website. They don't sell it, but they give it away with a $50 purchase. So <laughs> that's, that's different. That's not taxable. See, if you lick the paper that it comes in... We're not, we're not selling you alcohol. We're just giving you a free sample of alcohol when you pay to see the blind tiger. What? Speakeasy. Prohibition. Oh, yeah. Wow. I kind of like that era. Yeah, that's how they would get around stuff like that. Yeah. Sneak, it's like labeling a dildo a cake topper in Texas. Oh, really? They do that? Seriously. Yeah, they totally do. either cake topper or it has a sticker that says not for internal use, novelty item only, or it's an anatomical model. Uh, I actually was listening to Dan Savage's podcast, and he had somebody on who was from the... Um, the sex toy, I don't know, sex toy interest group or something. There, there was a group that for safer toys and whatnot, and, mm-hmm. and someone called in and, and asked, "Why am I seeing these clearly shaped sex toys that say not for internal use?" And the woman said, "Well, that's a real problem. What happens is they're made by larger companies who do not want to differentiate their products. So anything, it's just sort of a, a CYA for lawsuits mm-hmm. where." rather than kind of go through every single product that they make and determining whether or not it should have that label, they just slap it on everything. Wow. They should put that on food. That'd be hilarious. <laughs> not for internal consumption. Do not take internal. But, yeah. but it's an apple. Yeah, don't do that. <laughs> It'll sue you. Take a bite out of your iPad. Yeah. I don't know. At FurryCon, sometimes I wonder if the health food actually has whole bunch of warning labels all over it i brought some health food to con ops and they were looking at me like i was crazy warning does not contain sugar what what health food are you hauling around i had apples and oranges and bananas and granola bars you brought those to the con no i was sent as a innocent bystander a liaison yeah we'll go with that too you're a lesbian no, that's my mother. Oh, okay. Crazy mullet dyke. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> See, story title ideas. Crazy mullet dyke. Yeah, it's kind of like that. Which is funny, because every time I take a wig off when I'm in drag, I'm just like, wow, I look like my mom a lot. I think I should go eat some snatch. <laughs> <laughs> That discussion we're going to have just got longer. Kids in China have no pussy. (laughs) You eat all your snatch or you don't leave this table. No. So, con report. How was your con? My my con's been pretty good. Um, Did a lot of writing panels. Have you eaten any snacks? No, I haven't. (laughs) Yet. Not, Not that I remember. I have been drinking a lot. Um, the the writing panels have gone uh, very smoothly, especially compared to last year, since we are lacking a disruptive influence this year, which uh, is good. But uh, anyway, um, and then the the Unsheathed podcast last night I think went really well. 
I think we got what was probably our best question of all time. Yeah, the one that I kind of made fun of earlier. Yeah, that one. That was the that was like Like, one of the best writing questions we've had on the show. Yeah, and it was definitely in a live podcast. Oh, absolutely, and it was cool because it like sort of forced me to stay sober long enough to talk about it. Yeah, and then and then she came up afterwards and she told us we were super helpful. Yeah, which was good. I sort of I sort of lost my sobriety a little bit when the next guy came up and asked his questions and I made my weird firearms analogy. Yeah, I no <laughs> you were like, I, like you're like, like you're no, because his question was is this one I actually I remember now. He, his question was, I get too many ideas. Should I try writing them all down and developing them, or should I like just pick a couple and make sure that they, you know, make sure they're ones the ones that work. Did he suggest, and, like, a shotgun technique? Well, no, but Caleb yeah. said, if you fire a pistol ten times in a row at a target, all of the shots might miss the target. But if you fire a shotgun blast with, like, 20 pellets in it, <laughs> and I'm just staring at him, like, what are you talking about? <laughs> it made, it, as soon as, like, you, like, looked at me after something, like, oh, that made sense in my head, but not out loud. <laughs> this is what happens when you hang out with Texans for a weekend. Right. <laughs> Suddenly, start like, talking well, like Rick Perry. All of those bullets are going to hit the target at some point or another. <laughs> <laughs> but no, uh, and been seeing a lot of people I haven't seen in a long time. Um, I do like the, the this con has a good uh, crop of people that I know who come from all over who all just sort of happen. This is a, a, a popular con for people I know. Yeah, this, this uh, actually reminds me of um, of Furry Fiesta in a couple ways. One mm-hmm. of them is that it's a very regional con. Right. There's a lot of people here that just don't go to any other cons. Mm-hmm. Well, it's about the closest thing available for anyone from Alberta. He said a boot again. So <laughs> Alberta here. Yeah. A boat. So we essentially travel 16 hours to a town where we all see each other anyway. Yeah. And then a couple of our extra friends. So Is this I closer than MFF? Um, I'm going to say yes, but uh, where's MFF? Chicago. Chicago. Six oh six five two. Thanks. I'm sorry, I'm making you do maps. Yeah, yeah no, I've, I've driven through Chicago, and it's only been on the way to Pittsburgh. I think it's still like a 24-hour drive. Wow, that is not a winning proposition. I, I was about to say, like, oh, like, I can check the oh, distance on my phone. They're like, oh, wait, I updated to iOS 6. No, I can't. <laughs> no, I'm from... Now, now. It's just not a hey, thing. he apologized for it, so it's totally a legit yeah. joke. Um, I've almost been stabbed in Chicago. Interesting story, but uh, that's... Yeah, I think day. lots of people try to stab you in Chicago. We call it a furry convention. <laughs> I've never gone stabbing to Chicago you with your for a furry Exactly. <laughs> I've only done it to drive to Pittsburgh. Oh, I'm sorry. To a furry convention. To AC. Yeah. yeah. So I was going to say, I noticed when I had a couple of Canadians that came by the table earlier, and I knew they were Canadian because they were dripping with maple syrup. And no. talking about things. Actually, because on their badges, they I'm had I'm waiting for some sort of war reference. I mean, no. <laughs> Not on this show, man. No, um, they had a old Canadian yeah, flag. Yeah, because this show has boundaries. Um, that's totally. <laughs> yeah, there's actually an Alberta for giving those away to Canadians. I, that's what I was going to ask. There's one on my badge. I was like, is it like a tag and release program? Is this something? <laughs> I don't know. Like whenever, whenever Canadians airdrop, they love to like make sure everyone knows they're Canadian. Yeah, we have to make sure that people like us, so we tag our flag on everything. Yeah, find a Canadian first backpack. I guarantee you, it has a maple leaf flag on it. Awesome. Did, we were we were actually. Know, did, I'm sorry. Do you uh, do you know David Rakoff? He is a he is a Canadian comedian who emigrated to New York and sadly died about a month month and a half ago. Month or two ago, yeah. Um, 
but he was talking about being Canadian and how, you know, when you're a Canadian in America, every time somebody mentions a celebrity who's Canadian, you automatically break in and it's like, they're Canadian, you know. It's like you have to you have to tag people if other people don't know they're Canadian. Yeah, but if they're Canadian, that doesn't mean we like them. Oh, no, no. But, but, so was listen to said, this Brian Adams album. Said, did you mention her earlier? He said, there is, there is a celebrity named Shania Twain Mm-hmm. Who is Canadian? He's like, I have no idea why she's famous. I don't know. I don't even know why I know that she's famous. That's but I right. know that she's Canadian. <laughs> because all Canadians are linked. We don't have a lot to be patriotic about. So the second that anything mouth. big comes out of Canada, we're sort of. <laughs> yeah, I was, There's like a big love hate relationship like, with any Canadian I, celebrities. I was in Canada when Avril Lavigne and Chad Kroger got engaged, and it's all anyone was talking about. I didn't even know they were engaged. Yeah. But then again, I'm not Canadian, so I guess. It's like, it's like, it's like, write your own punchline to like the worst Canadian music joke you can think of. <laughs> they were all telegramming each other. See, and like, Aww. every time I think of Canada, I just get the fucking South Park Canadian angry calling America. It's about democracy! <laughs> <laughs> every time I think about, um, is that one South Park episode, Follow the Only Road. Every time I I think about it, compared to American roads and just how many different ways there are to get to everywhere, it's never been more true. Every time I think about it, we have one road that takes us anywhere, but that's it. (laughs) The only road. They seem very sad. You're like, that's all we have. That and hockey. Well, like, the trans Canada. (laughs) Not right now, no. It just... Each road just kind of splits off to their own individual town. What's the deal with hockey? Uh, Sorry, I didn't mean to trans. Yeah, so the (laughs) NHL is locked out. They have a problem with the owners and the players not coming to an agreement. And this is like the third time in in a... decade that this has occurred uh i am a huge hockey fan and this is pissing me off and now that the nfl referees are back to work maybe people might notice that there's an nhl lockout or an back to work <laughs> yeah as of wednesday honestly i'm not saying that judgmentally i'm just I, saying i had not heard word one about the nhl lockout except when people said roger goodell is worse than gary bettman because of the replacement refs nobody is worse than gary bettman uh, you would have some argument about that. No, I'm. Um, yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> there, there was the complete comparison for a while, like which is worse, the NHL lockout or the the refs. Honestly, I think the NHL ref lockout was more dangerous than the NFL, the NHL lockout, because some of those calls on the, those pay fields were just terrible. Well, the, and, and we're not going to turn this into sport. Yeah. We lost control of the game. Yeah, the problem. exactly. Players actually get injured. Right, and right now nobody's playing hockey, so right. I, again, I don't think it's as dangerous as the like, You could not have written a better culmination to how that situation was going to resolve itself, though, the, with the that Monday night game. game. Like Monday night. Yeah, like, like last play, game-winning, it. like huge stakes. It was just like, it, it, it almost didn't feel real. And a, a minimum of, what did we hear, like $150 million yeah. lost lost to gamblers because most people were betting on the Packers to win oh. and that call flipped the the uh, outcome. Wow. So yeah, their their estimates and, are from like hundred fifty to three hundred million dollars. Yeah and we were like we were watching this, it's like, oh and like, well, there's the there's the answer to figuring out the the referee issue and like a day and a half later it had been sorted. 
It's like, yeah. yeah. Wow. So I just realized how retardedly gay I was because you all started talking about sports. My brain tuned all of it out <laughs> and then replaced it with Gaga Americano. And I was going to say, like, did you go to Glee? My... Like, oh my God. I was just like, Gaga oh started my playing gay. my head. I didn't hear any of that. So back on con report track. Oh, yeah. So Roland, how many dicks have you sucked? 500. Would you like me to and answer one. that question? Yeah, really. S- 7, the answer 000. is none. But anyway, that, that, um, don't this con or ever? We need to re- uh, release this episode tonight. So much more, <laughs> <Make> it <happen. laughs> no, in all seriousness, how has your con been going? Well, I got here pretty early. I was here since Wednesday afternoon, and I've been bored stiff until about Friday night. Um, Soren's done a wonderful job of filling me with alcohol. <laughs> and um, so- Soren is in our audience. Yeah, it's, it's been filled with uh, drunken food runs and any brown bag adventures. Is the food better when you're drunk? No brown bag adventures. We haven't brown bag this year. We don't have towel to embody the brown bag adventures. I was the one who made it. But anyway, yeah, but Tal's the one who owned it. There's been no one to <laughs> carry on the torch, so it's been bucket adventures so far. Um. Yeah, I haven't done a whole lot of constructive stuff this con aside from walk around, swim, and drink booze. Sounds uh, like a good con to me. Toys, yeah. So I mean, that's <laughs> something. Have you discovered the fire pit? I discovered the fire pit. Is that not the most awesome fire pit when you're drunk? I haven't been drunk around the fire pit. Fix it. There's a fire. Just pit. don't be drunk and fall yeah, into the fire pit. Then we have a different then we have story. For legal reasons, we're not going to advocate getting drunk and going near an open flame. And also, for <laughs> for common sense reasons, we're not going to recommend getting drunk and going near an open flame. <laughs> Why? We can yeah. put our Canadian money in it. <laughs> it might melt. Okay, so the concept of, of fucking melting money is like breaking my mind. That shit'll melt like Alphaba. <laughs> I'm like, bitch, do I put water on it? Does, is it like a shrinky dink? <laughs> <laughs> wow, you pulled out the shrinky dink reference. Nice. Forms nice. <laughs> I want money that's shrieking inks now. That would be cute. Our economy would just go to the toilet as everyone is, like, putting their money in the oven. Well, it would be funny because every time they tried to flush the drug money, it would just get bigger. <laughs> so. Hey, Kyle. Yeah, Kyle. Hi. Yeah, how was your con? Hi, everyone. Um, my con's been good so far. Um, I had all, all my panels are done with, actually. Oh, you have tomorrow off. I had, oh, well, I have to stand in the dealer's room, but the, um, I don't think what we did, I, I got to launch a book. Which oh, God, I totally forgot about the book launch party. party. <laughs> yes, clearly not a large part It was two whole of, days ago. Clearly not a large part of Fuzzwolf's con experience. <laughs> Sorry. Though he published it. I published two of the books at the book launch party and completely There were only two books. forgot about it. There were only two books, although there, I think the other there was another book launch party for the other book. The following yeah, which day. was either last night or tonight. Yeah, we're so we're missing Friday. it now, perhaps. <laughs> I think it was um, supposed to be Friday. So sorry. But, uh, yeah, but uh, that was <laughs> that went really well. There were cookies. There was a cupcake. I got mm-hmm. to do a bunch of writing panels, all of which went pretty well. Um, I miss having Alan Dean Foster. I will which, say that. Yeah, really. Uh, but well, I do have a story about the writing guest of honor. Oh. Um, does it involve cats? I'm willing to bet it involves cats. 
I could tell one that involves cats. No, no, no. Go on. Sorry. Tell the story you want to tell. Um, and tell it the way you want to tell it. You go, Glenn Coco. You go. <laughs> uh, along that vein, we had a writing advice podcast. We did our Unsheathed last night, which was, I think, a good success, as KM has said. Mm-hmm. Um, he has spoken eloquently about it, and I will not. I don't think I have much to add. Um, it's Except that we always enjoy doing it here because this was the first place we did the podcast. We've always had a great audience. We fill the rooms and people are really yeah, enthusiastic. Cool. And so it's pretty cool. It's really nice. Uh, today I was on a panel about collaboration in writing. Oh, right. Which is, which is kind of amusing because I've never published anything collaboratively. I've worked collaboratively with like three different people across about 20 years of writing and all on like single projects. But I was on the panel with Elizabeth and Scarborough who's the writing guest of honor, who collaborated on like 16 books with Anne McCaffrey. And so she had uh, several great Anne McCaffrey stories, and some of which were, were amusing. Like the first time she was collaborating, and Anne McCaffrey gave her a page and, or a chapter, and was like, here, what do you think about this? And she's going through, and she's like, oh, I want to change this thing. And then it's like, oh my god, I'm editing Anne McCaffrey. <laughs> um, but it was, just, it was really cool to hear those stories. And, yeah talk about publishing and she's actually she's really into self-publishing and indie publishing because her uh her and some other uh people have not been treated well by like bookstores and mainstream publishers oh wow Mm. bookstores have bookstores have this thing with mid-list authors where you get into this what they call like the spiral of death where if they order 100 of your books and they only sell 80 then next time they'll only buy like 70 and then if they only buy 70 and they only sell 50 then next time they'll only order like 30 yeah and so it eventually gets down to a point where they're like it's not worth us editing ordering these books anymore when they're creating a situation by ordering fewer each time yeah and so she was like basically in her slightly nicer way you know fuck the bookstores publish yourself go with small presses go with indie presses yeah uh, but that, it was cool. It was really cool to sit on that panel. Uh, and people have come up and uh, I've signed a bunch of the new book and people have read it. Like, Kario read it in like four hours and said he liked it. So people have been generally positive about it. And yeah, I've seen lots of cool people that I'm used to seeing here at Ring First and uh, looking forward to Sunday. I don't wanna. (laughs) (laughs) Oh God, rain first. What do I have to say about drunken adventures? I mean, rain first has been fantastic. (laughs) Um, Let's see. We showed up Thursday. Yeah, Thursday. So we showed up Thursday. I walked in the door, dropped my luggage off, and then we had a party to go to within three minutes because the book launch party was going on when we got from the airport so we were like oh my god oh my god run to our room throw our luggage on the bed and then turn around walk out the door again upstairs to go to this party and then like right after that then we came back to our room and drank our lives away i was just like damn (laughs) girl we drank so much shit and it was just oh god i didn't even open my bag until friday i was like oh hey i do i have stuff here (laughs) 
So that was a good start. I was like, oh, well, this is what needed to happen at most of my conventions, especially after that much flying. Oh, Lord. Um, let's see. Friday. I remember there was drinking. <laughs> I, I sense a theme, honey. <laughs> Well, okay, so if anyone listens to Fuzzy Logic, they'll, they'll, most of my con stories start with, so I was drinking, <laughs> and this happened. Um, Friday, what's today? Saturday? Just Saturday. <laughs> okay. How much have you had? Yeah. It feels like Sunday, doesn't it? It a does. Yeah. That it doesn't help that we're on a time change, so that's like fucking with me. Yeah, it's like Wednesday in our time. I know. I'm like, I'm in a whole different year. Like, <laughs> time um, travel. I know. I've been it's time traveling all weekend. <laughs> so let's see. Friday, I hung out with people, and then I did drag. I decided to drag up right after we got back from getting more buckets because now I have three buckets. Some year I'll have like 20 and we have a bucket party all together. I know you dragged late too because I saw you tweet and it was like after midnight. Oh yeah, I stayed up on Friday until like what 4.30ish where these bitches locked me out of the room and I had to like call every cell phone in the room to try to figure out which one wasn't on silent. (laughs) And I was just like, well, the door opened, but the latch is on, so I can peek in, but everyone's dead. And I'm like, hello, hello, oh, someone open the door. Open that door, uh, honey. I'm so sorry. <laughs> so sorry. Um, but yeah, no, I did drag, and it turned out really, really well, actually. Like, I had a few mishaps because color problems, but... Other than that, it I was... I love your description. You were like... <sighs> <laughs> yeah, I I was doing my face, and the brush I was using, the palette, was inside my eyeshadow palette. So I'm rushing... I'm pulling a brush through white to put on my face, and at some point of pushing it through the fucking blush, it went through a green, and then it went through a blue... So I went to go put it on a white part of my face and ended up with this blue and green streak on my foundation. So the only way to get it off was to take my entire face off and redo it all. Because once you put it on there, it's not going anywhere. Because the foundation essentially just eats the color. So, yeah, I wasn't happy. So something that should have taken, like, oh, maybe an hour and a half took me, like, two and a half I wasn't happy. But yeah, no, it turned out good. I got lots of compliments on it. And other than that, like, we've been drinking and hanging out and going places and doing things and eating Denny's and stripping in Denny's and, you know. <laughs> oh, wait. Stripping in Denny's? Hearing entertaining stories about people who <laughs> shall not be named fathers blowing fur suits. <laughs> Oh my god! No, like, like I, I really, we really can't name names here, but like, it was amazing. Like, like the entire like room party went quiet. Like when this was mentioned, like basically, like his dad went with him to a furry convention uh-huh. and like wound up like you know like snuggling on this bed with like this fur suitor. You know, guy goes back to his conversation. He's like, and then I turn over and just see my dad blowing this fur suit. Oh my god! <laughs> I haven't done that in years. Yeah, yeah, he's like, wow. He's like, yeah. he's like, wow. Like it's been a long time since I've done that. It's like, well, I mean, I've never done that, but like it's a long time since I've like, gone down on a guy. <laughs> 
Yes. It, it was an alternative to our very long Star Wars discussion at the party. So. Yeah. There was so much going on. So many buckets. So many buckets. Because that was like four or five buckets in at that point. Yeah. The good thing about drinking out of buckets for a night is when it comes time to drink water before you go to bed, you can just make sure that you have equal bucket volumes of water. <laughs> anyway, yeah, no, my con's been fantastic. I, I basically told everyone, well, this is what Fiesta would be for me if I didn't sell my soul to it. So it's a lot of fun what Fiesta is if I didn't sell my soul to it. <laughs> sell my soul. I love Fiesta. It's great fun. That's why I have bucket. So, time traveling, huh? I do Which time is, travel. you know, if we're going to segue, um, I, that's our theme next year for Fiesta. Exactly. Is a time traveler's ball. Bucket um, convention. So, Rainforest, this is my second year here, uh, and I really enjoy it. It's a very relaxing con. Uh, it does remind me of some of the smaller earlier FCs uh, before MFF got very big. Um, very similar feel. Um, and the thing that I love most about it is is that it seems to attract a lot of my friends who were back from California. The Texan fr- folks come out here. Canadian folks come out here. And there just seems to be a very good mix of people. Um, and like I tweeted earlier, I always, you know, I've been in the fandom for about 15 years. And Every time, every year, I meet somebody new, somebody interesting, and that's kind of why I keep doing this. Um, and Rainforest is 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 a good example of that. Um, yeah, there's been partying, and and we went to the Rock over in Renton, which is a great pizza place. So if, if you do come to Rainforest, that's a place I would recommend to get uh, Just go not on a Friday night because it's really busy, especially if you have a large crowd. Um, they have such good pizza. Their pizza is amazing. Um, yeah, it's been it's come to Rainforest, have a good time. Uh, yeah. That that is a you know a summation for me. Um, about it. I mean, you guys mostly covered everything else. This con is amaze balls. Um, you know, we, <laughs> yeah. Keo and I were talking about it, and we were like, "Yeah, I think this may have actually become a requirement to come to." Because yeah. we're actually considering canceling Rainforest next year in lieu of some other convention, because we're flipping up our con schedule next year. Trying something different. Yeah. yeah, and then we just started having so much fun this convention so far, and I was like, "Damn, it's only Saturday, and I've had like an." amazing time so far i was like i don't yeah, know i can't if I... believe it's not already sunday it yeah it's like sunday night like i'm yeah. just like i really can't give this up yeah and, and we, technically we've... it is sunday we we uh, well today doesn't oh, change no, no, like no, we got a little more time for you dallas people it is yeah um <laughs> yeah and we kind of both looked at each other like no nah, we're coming back next year that <laughs> happened with tyran uh tyran last year we had switched. Like, I'd gone to RF in 2010, and he'd gone to RMFC, and then we swapped in 2011 because circumstances. And I was like, so we're switching back this year, right? I'm doing RF, and you're doing RMFC. And he was like, fuck that. I want to do Rainforest again because I had such a good time. So this year, we're both here. Yeah. So it's it's a good con. And I knew after 2010, like, I wanted to come back, definitely. So how's it been for you? I don't know what I can say. I think all of you are witty, and I'm just watching the board and trying to come up with something funny. God tugs. Get with it. I know. Um, 
this is my first rainforest and I love it. Like this has been what I have been wanting in a con since the Felmont appeared in the world of FC and destroyed it. Uh, not I'm going to go to FC, but this con feels a lot like FC in the best ways. I have, <laughs> I think I've been drunk more than I've been sober this con, which is a good thing. Yes. <laughs> it's a common reoccurring thing. Oh yeah. For us. <laughs> oh yeah. I approve. I just had a Rain City punch. That's like the only alcohol I've had. Uh, What's wrong with you? I, I don't drink much. We're the alcoholics <laughs> here. PM. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, I you know a lot of people I wasn't expecting to be here were here, uh, and yeah. it was cool. Same it's same nice thing, to yeah. see. Them. What are you doing over there? Are you interrupting me? No, no, no. Sorry. <laughs> Oh, Kyle was saying the thing. Joke. He's I a did. stupid I'm sorry, at the beginning of my sentence interrupt the middle of yours. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm having flashbacks. Uh, I'm, I'm definitely coming back next year. Um, just have to. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> Ooh, just throw it out there, Kyo. Just whack right on the table. There it is. Well, that's good that you've had a good first con. I mean, or first I, rain first. Well, rain first. Rain first. Okay, I know yeah. it's not first con. Sports God, slip. no. Next year's my 10th MC. <laughs> <laughs> what? Oh. Lord. I know. I've watched it shrivel and die. Oh. Mm. Mm, I, I have a lot of hope for that convention. So because I, it's been around for so long. For, well, for FC? Yeah. How's it shriveling and dying? I don't know. It just doesn't have the same feel that it used to have, you know? It, as a person, you know, I, I lived in the Bay Area for a long time. And as a person who watched it grow, the, the big bump they hit was the fact they had to move to a hotel, the, Fair, the Fairmont. And that wasn't a good fit, I think. Um, and then you made that huge jump to the convention center. And I think they were simply overwhelmed by the fact that there were so many logistics changes that they have to do. They need another year to work it out. I think so. Yeah, and they'll the be fine. Year. The they'll first year fine. at a new hotel is always the hard year. Yeah. Yeah. I think another thing that it is, is when you go to so many conventions, so many different conventions, you get kind of used to that big con but small con feel. Because right. a lot of the really good conventions I go to are big con with small con feel, like Fiesta, Rainforest. FWA, FWA has one too. Yeah. yeah. And it's... It's that feeling where everyone's around and they're everywhere, and you feel like I've seen everyone, I've socialized with everyone, but there's a crap ton of people here, and how I socialized with everyone, I have no idea. Mm-hmm. Well, like we were, we were when we were walking down the con opposite, there's this whole other room of gaming going on that's packed full of people, and it's like a ton of people I've never met, never talked to and it's this whole other section of the convention that's going on but it's not the crowd of people that I came here to, to hang out with so right. I, I don't really notice that there's those other people at this con but they are and they have their own con and they barely notice that I'm here so yeah it's a, and con experience is so much about like who you know who you blow in Roland's case um, <laughs> who you're hanging out with I'm sorry I'll leave you alone <laughs> I think I give up at this point. But, it, you know, it's it's very individual like that. You know, if you come to game, like I said, you're in the gaming area. You know, I'm dealing and, you know, some of my friends are here and everything. So. I just it's think good. it's it's that move to, a con- like, a convention hotel. Because it's, 
It's such it a different a feel because everything is so spread out. AC gets away with it because they have like 4,000 plus people there and there are people everywhere. Right. So you never feel like you're at lack of people. Whereas the new FC hotel, they're... There was a lot of empty space because obviously they couldn't fill up that huge convention center. So it felt like there wasn't as many people you were socializing with because mm. there was hotel, expanse, Volleyball hotel. Yeah. And, there was no, and there was no good gatherers. Yeah. 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 That's, yeah. A, that's, that's a, a huge problem. One of the two hotels hated us. The Hitlon? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, I heard it. I, wow, that's even better. I heard people just calling it the Puritan. I, the, the best lawn. The best wow. thing about last and FC. They have thirteen-year-old girls volleyball players dressed up like prostitutes. Oh my yeah. god! Right? <laughs> Hooker con. Right, sorry. No, that's fine. The best thing about last FC was this moment where people were all chilling in my room, and you know you're playing about the Hilton because the ridiculous tactics. We ended up photoshopping that picture that got around with where we swapped the I and the T and we put Hitler in the background. And I guess within like five minutes of us putting that on Twitter, it got onto the PCs they had in the lobby down there. <laughs> and so it was the background of the staff. <laughs> yeah. Wow. That's amazing. I, I will point out that Rainforest is also in a Hilton. and This they, is a great Hilton. They, yeah. they, 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 there was a little bump last year with, with the Hilton. And this year they have completely... Really done a good public relation. The manager manager here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There to everybody that was uh, registered at the Hilton. The police can't come back, or the, we understand there were some issues. And yeah, we've, we've worked that worked it out. They, they've they've definitely there's a different feel of hey, you know, we really like the fact that you're here. Yeah, and that's a good thing for a hotel to to be doing. I think we only have to listen to all the people on this podcast talking about how much alcohol they've drunk. Much of which was probably from the hotel bar. They or, tolerate yeah. us, and we love you. Um, yeah. We spend a lot of money at the yeah. hotel. Yeah. 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 And, I mean, and another thing with, you know, FC's Hilton Hotel is I was having a conversation with people about it, how I was kind of associating it with the Tower of Terror because of the elevators. Oh, yeah. I was always, I was legitimately worried that I would get on an elevator and fall, like, 15 stories. <laughs> So, <laughs> anyway, <laughs> Segway. So, uh, Segway to Falling 15. Section? It's a good time to stop. All right. All right. All right. Cool. Do you guys want to wrap it up here? Sure. Okay. Well, um, I guess we should close it out. Maybe I'll throw out contact information for your podcast. Just a couple of basics for anybody here that's maybe listening and does not know about all of our various shows. So, um, uh, not cash. You can find um, or foxstuffers.com as our website. <laughs> I and love that cast so much. On <laughs> Twitter and FA. That was my terrible idea. And I'll let you cover sure. the show. And so, KM? Yeah, so uh, you can find Unsheathed at uh, furaffinity.net slash user slash unsheathed. Uh, we don't have an unsheathed Twitter because apparently it's taken already. Yeah, well. Yeah. We need to snipe that. Step up, but uh, yeah. <laughs> but uh, you can find uh, my um, Twitter personal Twitter for that is at just at KM Hirasaki or other me is at Rikoshi. Oh, I'm at Buzzwolf two thousand. I forgot to mention that. 
I love it when people forget to put the 2000 and they start like, <laughs> tweeting to somebody else. Yeah, and occasionally I'll do a search on at Fuzzwolf just so I can be like, that's not my Twitter. I have, I have at Fuzzwolf added to my Twitter. Oh, okay, just, a, just in case. Just in case. Makes sense. Alright, so you can find Unfurled at unfurled.net. My personal Twitter handle is Roland Ferret. Um, yeah, I mean, aside from that, that's pretty much all. I'm really bad at this right now. What's Unfurled's Twitter? Unfurled's, oh yeah, Unfurled's Twitter. Unfurled Podcast on Twitter. Um, yeah, feel free to add us, etc. They're Canadian. A. Eh? <laughs> uh, I'm so done at this point. KM covered all the Unsheathed stuff. Uh, we're on iTunes. If you search for Unsheathed, you'll find us. Um, my Twitter is at Kyle Gold, K Y E L L Gold. And um, on Furfinity, I'm just Kyle. Since Istanbul has me trained on this, we're Fuzzy Logic on iTunes. Oh no, we're Fuzzy Logic Podcast. Always oh, trained me terribly. Fuzzy Logic. <laughs> <laughs> so oh, we're shit, my bad. I fucked that up. <laughs> my bad. <laughs> Rewind. So we're Fuzzy Logic Podcast on iTunes. We're Fuzzy Logic Podcast on FA. We're Fuzzy Podcast at Gmail and we're Fuzzy Logic Podcast on Twitter. Yes. And my personal Twitter is KYO underscore Foxtrot. So, uh, Fuzz, it's been a while, so uh, it's been I a just while. have a, uh, a slight blank here on the whole. Are we at Hoofers at For Planet? Or? I think our official show email is Hoofers at For Planet. I, I um, believe so as well. Um, but you can search for us on iTunes. Right. And then there's whofirst.forplanet.com takes you to the page with the RSS feed. Right. My personal Twitter is tealfox. Pretty easy. At tealfox. Yep. Uh, and I promise we're coming back. We just haven't had a time. Yeah, it, it's all my fault. Um, it, it's not really all his fault, but he's had a busy, busy year. Yeah. Blame Teal. It's easy. Also, hadn't been a lot of Doctor Who in a while. Anyway. Yeah. And we, yeah. we have a lot to talk about. We so we'll, we're, we're we like are coming back. And I guess I'm last. Uh, for What It's Worth can be found at ForWhatIt'sWorth.com. We have Twitter at ForWhatIt'sWorth. My personal Twitter is at Tugsy, T-U-G-S-I-E. It's not a Y. I don't know who that is. And um, we're also on... I know, right? Um, we're on iTunes under For What It's Worth, and we're on Stitcher as well under For What It's Worth. And you have Facebook. Oh, I don't run that. Oh. <laughs> There's a Facebook.com slash For What It's Worth. I don't know what it's doing. <laughs> it's not mine. Did fans start it? No, no, Rue doesn't. Okay. Because I don't have a we Facebook. We have like a fan group started not cast fans on Facebook, and I don't. Do you go? Do you go to your conventions? Huh? Is there a not cast con yet? A not con. Not con. No, there's not. Oh, there totally should be. <laughs> it's like foxes only. <laughs> Sweet, I'm in. It's, awesome. it's my con, Fuzzy Fiesta. <laughs> Fuzzy Fiesta. Wow. .com. And I'm the guest of honor, con chair, and the only dealer. So perfect world. Wait. <laughs> Admission twenty dollars. Sponsor membership. Blowjob. <laughs> <laughs> and with that, <laughs> well, on that note, uh, live, sort of, from very first, twenty twelve. Um, good night, everybody. Good night. Good night. Bye. 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 Bye.